Welcome back to the What's Next podcast. We are celebrating Easter uh, and that great declaration, uh, he is risen, he is risen indeed, uh, which is not really just for Easter, it's for every day of our lives, but we celebrate yeah. on Easter, we are reminded on Easter that that is the foundation of our lives, that Jesus is risen. And uh, so this week, Pastor Jay preached an amazing message on Jesus is alive and what that means for us. Um, so uh, we're just really excited to be having this conversation today about uh, finishing up this Jesus Who series and talking about Jesus is alive. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Mike, um, especially that idea of we don't leave it for one day a year to declare that he is risen. Uh, that is the hallmark, the foundation of our faith and something that we continue to hold on to for hope. Um, so that that's just a given. Uh, however, it is still good at Easter to make that declaration. And as you said, we have just finished a series called Jesus Who, and we've talking about Jesus being broken, Jesus being the King, Jesus being the Christ, the, the title Christ, the Messiah. And then today, Jesus is alive. And what better statement to make today on Easter Sunday, 2021. Now, you started off the message going all the way back to the first Easter Sunday morning, the morning that Jesus was uh, risen. He walked out of the tomb. And you talked about these, these two women who went there. And I have to say, I was slightly offended by the honesty that I had to face with myself. <laughs> when uh, you mentioned that the part of the reason it was given to women was because they would remember the details. And as men, as a man, I have to admit, I probably would not. Um, <laughs> that was a good check for me first thing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you talked about Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, and you mentioned why it was so important that it wasn't just any woman, but why it was important for Mary Magdalene to be mentioned. Um, oh, that, that's yeah. such a good thought. And I mean, obviously, we are, uh, this is a speculation for sure, but what better person to be there uh, to, you know, get to the grave first uh, than Mary Magdalene, uh, a woman that had such a, an awful and horrific past. And, you know, she, she was like what we would say, completely 100% transformed by the power of Jesus. Mm. Save her to set her free, to turn her into not just one who was running from and terrorizing people, but one who is now loving and discipling and a part of the band of followers. I mean, what, what a wonderful story. And, uh, and what's beautiful is that that has repeated itself over and over and over again in lives. And so I just think it's fantastic that she was, uh, she was there, one of the first at the tomb. Yeah, and it's so great as you were sharing the, the events that took place on that Easter Sunday morning. You talked about the importance of Mary being there and how they were afraid because they saw the angels and the tomb was empty and the angels like, don't be afraid. Uh, yeah. And then gave them direction, right? Gave yeah. them uh, uh, hope and information. And then you got to the guards and they also had an encounter with the angels. Uh, but theirs was much more fear-based and 
there wasn't a lot of hope given there uh, to the guards. It was like, no, you're going to be shaken to the core with fear. Um, and, and you talked about them like in a dead faint. Uh, yeah. How tremendous that must have been. Um, yeah. Yeah. Think like, about guards that are like, you know, they they probably probably didn't put like the wimpiest, softest, you know, most easygoing guards. They probably put some pretty, uh, you know, strong aggressive you know take charge kind of guards because it's like hey we don't want anything to happen to this body and uh so we're putting we're putting the 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 uh the biggest baddest uh, guards we've got <laughs> and in that situation through the earthquake through the angel rolling back the stone and i love how it said and the angel sat on it, it was like there take, <laughs> take that take that guards and the guards were like they shook with fear and they fell into a dead faint and I, I just love the imagery i love the picture and i don't know i'm sure everybody can imagine that scene in their own perspective from their own imagination but i just think you know here are these guards that are just like you know so put together and now they're completely washed out wiped out because they fainted and i'm just like go see that man that's pretty cool um, <laughs> It's, it just adds to the to the amazing drama of that of that moment. Yeah, and I think it adds to the the drama of the reality of what Jesus being alive means for us. Like the two perspectives uh, of what it can mean. The for those who are seeking hope uh, yep. because they've they've encountered the transforming power of Jesus, and those who simply want to deny. Jesus as Lord wants to deny him as king. And then when they are facing the, the reality, the truth of Jesus is alive, how much fear that brings. Yeah. I, I referenced uh, Lee Strobel mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, his case for Christ and, and his journey years ago as a journalist who was trying to disprove, discredit, really mock the Christian faith and the Christian message. And yet through his research and over time, God opened his eyes and he actually discovered evidence that proved that Jesus resurrected. Mm -hmm. And, and so he became a person who became convinced where at one point he was completely rejecting and mocking the message. So I think that's a powerful current day testimony of someone that uh, can be like others in this world who uh you know hear the story and they just look at it like a fairy tale or oh that's just what you christians kind of rely on for a crutch or you know mm -hmm. there's just no way that could happen i mean just that the human mind uh, that is so dependent on self-sufficiency um you know we we believe in a hope and have a faith in christ that what he said he would do, he did. And I love the fact that we can trust God for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I've had a number of conversations with, um, with people who say they studied faith and they, they struggle to accept Jesus. And, yeah. and I get into the conversation with them regularly, like, okay, are you struggling to accept that there was a historical man named Jesus? Or are you struggling to accept that he's the risen Christ? Uh, right. Because it's just so hard for you to fathom that God could raise somebody from the dead. Um, yeah. And when they start with, well, I don't think there's a historical Jesus. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to read some history books because it's not just Christians who say this man lived. Um, yeah. 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 
And, but then once we get past that and we go, okay, like the, the truth is there was a historical Jesus who went around claiming to be the Messiah. And then his disciples claimed he, raised, he was risen from the dead. Now let's look at the evidence of that, right? It, it's so transforming and so powerful yeah. to say, oh, yeah, like this guy did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, I love, I used a quote by Andy Stanley that I, I thought was kind of interesting. You know, he said, you know, if a man could predict his death and his resurrection and actually get go through with it and it worked, like I'm following that man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I think he's got something that I want to hear and something I, I want to follow. So um, that's, of course, you know, that whole idea of Jesus saying, I am going to do this. And mm. So the angel actually refers to that when he speaks to the women and he said, he isn't here. He has risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. So uh, that takes us back, of course, into uh, Matthew and a couple of the other accounts, uh, gospel messages have it as well, that uh, there was this moment when Jesus said, you know, there's, there's coming a day, I'm going to be betrayed, I'm going to be killed, I'm going to be crucified. But on the third day, I'm going to rise. And here it is on the third day, he's risen. And uh, the angel said, just like he said he was going to do, he did it. And uh, that, that is very powerful and really sets the, the, the truth about who God is, that, that he is consistent to his word. And, and Jesus was consistent to what he said while he walked on the earth. And that gives me confidence to place my trust in God for whatever uh, is whatever I'm facing. Yeah. What a great part of that is like, if the angel had just said like, he isn't here, um, yeah. that would be like one of those like obnoxiously obvious statements. Like they were in the tomb and they see it's <laughs> empty. So obviously he's not here, yeah. but he followed up with, he is risen from the dead. So all of the accusations, uh, all of the, the things that people would claim happened to the body, you know, um, the disciples stole it from the tomb or right. they looked in the wrong tomb or, and there's all these like theories that have been come up. And some of them are even in the gospels. Like the, the, the Pharisees said, let's say this about what happened to the body. Um, yeah. The angel's like, no, no, I'm not giving you any room for interpretation of what's happened. Um, yeah. He is not just not here. He is risen. He is alive um he is off doing something else um he hasn't yeah. been stolen or anything like that yeah and they and and the angel had said now go tell the disciples and he's going ahead to meet you in galilee so it's like it's not just hey someday sometime hopefully you'll get a chance to meet up with him um he's actually giving some specific next steps and clarity on where they're going to be able to meet up with jesus and so I, I just love the fact that there's so many things in this story that uh, don't leave you questioning, but they are clear, confident statements that uh, can be backed up because then there is the follow up that you see happening that, uh, yeah, he did what he said he would do. Yeah, they did meet up with him. There would be those times that the followers would see Jesus after he resurrected and before he ascended. Of course, we didn't get into that part of the message, but that's all part of the gospel and part of the storyline of Christ. And so mm -hmm. uh, just so many good things around the story on this Easter Sunday. Yeah. And so you said at the end of the well, not the end of this, but uh, the, the point that you were leading to through this is that 
there are four ways that declaring Jesus is alive, that his resurrection means for us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, obviously like it, like the Lee Strobel story, it, it made a difference for him. It changed his life. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, when, when people are uh, potentially ignoring or disinterested or rejecting the message of Christ, uh, it could be for any number of reasons. And so I tried to hit from the scripture four ways that I think people can sometimes discredit or excuse uh, and just not come to a point of decision. And I think there are believers who, if we're not careful as believers, we can lose track of these things as well. Mm-hmm. And these are powerful uh, promises and characteristics and attributes and, tra- and traits that are available to all of us. And let me just say the four kind of quickly. Number one, he is trustworthy. God is trustworthy. We can trust him with our life. Number two, he is with us. He said, I am with you always. Number three, he said, I have all authority. But then he also told them, you're going to have authority in my name. So we need to live in that authority. And then fourth, he conquered death, sin, and the grave. And then he gives us this resurrection power to be overcomers from anything the evil one wants to throw at us, to chain us, to bind us, to hold us back. Uh, we are not controlled by those things because of the resurrection power of Christ. So uh, those were the four key points. And I hope that uh, it, it helped. And what I essentially tried to do was after each point, uh, just come with this kind of statement. Someone needs to hear this today. <laughs> and, uh, okay. and and I hope that the Holy Spirit was was bringing the word that needed to be heard in a heart or a life and that uh, it's still working. Holy Spirit still teaching and talking and and directing someone even tonight and maybe through this week and for a long time to come that uh, this message would be long lasting. And so coming out of those four um, truths that you declared about who Jesus is and what his resurrection means for us. You, you made this statement that the resurrection power means that Jesus is alive and we are alive in him. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, was my hope to be able to just establish a, a clear, definitive statement that we, we on Easter speak of Jesus. Of course, he is risen. He is risen indeed. That Jesus is alive, the, the focus for the message of the day. But to make the declaration that this is what we believe, this is the hope we have, this is what we preach, what we teach, what we affirm. And then the beauty of it is he did that so that we could have life. So Mm -hmm. we are alive in him. We are able to experience the fullness of life because of Jesus being alive. We as well can be alive and we don't have to live a life, a Christian life that is flat and dormant and just kind of ritualistic it can be one that's full of the life of christ and all that he promises for us that is so awesome that's a a great word for us as we head into the upcoming weeks and we talk about connecting people with jesus uh, Mm. as we talk about um we're going to be looking at first john in in a little while Uh, but all this stems back from this truth that jesus is alive and we are alive in him yeah and through that like that that 
whole bit about it's not about the ritualisms it's not about the practices of religion it's about the fulfillment the freedom of life we have when we are in open and abandoned relationship with god like we're just yeah living in that abundance um it just brings so much life and fulfillment uh to who we are yeah that, that's 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 so good and it, because let's face it um there have been many representations of christians who are a part of churches that uh, i'll be the first to admit seem it seems really boring and irrelevant mm. and I, I wouldn't have interest either because it seems like it's now a man-made religion. When I, what I believe Jesus is calling us to is the fullness of him being alive and living in us fully. And if we can seek that, if we can seek the fullness of Christ to be alive in him, I think that's where real Christian living is. And I think that's when the church is vibrant and mm-hmm. when it's ageous and when there is a spirit about the people that it's not their emotions or their energy or their commitment level, even though those things are all a part of it, but they're secondary compared to, I need to be alive in Christ because he himself is alive. And I need to seek that to the fullest extent that I can. That is so good. And so on this uh, Easter week, this week coming out of Easter, uh, we celebrate that he is risen. He is risen indeed. He is alive. And so through him, we are alive and we just hope that you are able to carry that hopefulness that faithfulness knowing that he is trustworthy that he is with you that he has given you his authority and that he has conquered death sin in the grave and brought resurrection power just flows through you this week and is a constant and ever ready reminder whatever you're facing amen so be it that's good Thank you for joining us this week on the What's Next podcast. Uh, We're really excited next week to be starting the Connecting People with Jesus series. It's only a two-week series, but it's going to be really good. Uh, I've already got the message kind of mapped out for Sunday. I'm going to be challenging some of our thoughts on some really good stuff flowing out of this message. So hope you'll join us at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. on-site or online as we head into our new series. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great week.